Welcome all you Plus Two Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, TV's Noah. Thank you so much for joining us. And before I get to our fantastic guest, Brett Vanderbrook, yes, Captain S stops by... I gotta tell you about some of our upcoming shows. If you want to see just me host a little crazy comedy show, come to Comedy with a Curveball. That is going to be this Friday, March 21st at 8 o'clock at the Tap Room Bar and Grill in Haddonfield, New Jersey. Come check it out as we have a cutthroat competition featuring 10 comedians that will have to do comedy with some sort of evil evil curveball will they have to eat something gross do something physical wear a silly costume yep spoilers be sure to come out to comedy with a curveball at the tap room bar and grill march 21st or if you'd like to see all of plus two comedy you can check us out at one of the upcoming conventions we'll be at We are going to the Twisted World Presents Villains and Vixens. That's going to be March 28th and through the 30th at the Doubletree by Hilton in Philadelphia Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. It's a plus 18 con, so be an adult and come act silly with us. We're going to be doing stand-up comedy. We'll be doing an episode of the podcast. We'll be doing the dating game and Ask a Supervillain with Short Stack and... You're going to love her because she's been on the podcast. So be sure to come check that one out. It's going to be a good time. Uh, Also, if you are in the Baltimore area, we will be at John Con. John Con is at John Hopkins Science Fiction and... Oh, I'm sorry. John Hopkins University. It is a science fiction and fantasy convention. And you can check us out there April 4th, 5th, and 6th. It's going to be a great time. We'll be doing an episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast along with doing stand-up, ask a supervillain, and judging a fan fiction contest. So bring your fan fiction, and uh, we'll judge it for you. And we'll try not to be too mean. Also, this episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Amazon.com. Hey, click the banner below and try out Amazon Prime. When you get Amazon Prime, you know what you also get? You get Amazon Instant Video. So, if you want to watch something, legally, you can check out their fantastic selection of movies and TV shows. So click the banner below to sign up for Amazon Prime. Alright, without any further ado, take it away, Kirby Crackle. We're on the road. Who's ready for a podcast? You guys don't sound yeah. very ready this week. All week. It's pretty sad. Who's here to do other things that's currently being annoyed by a podcast? Yeah, come See, on. See, guys, come on. Get I'm it. actually kind of in that camp too, Noah. Oh, no. That's not good. 
I haven't introduced you. You're not here. Can't talk. Sorry. Can't talk. Uh, We're here at Jester's Playhouse, 545 Tilton Road in Northfield, New Jersey. I am your host, TV's Noah Houlihan, and I am joined, as always, by the disc drive to my Nintendo 64, Mr. Will Liam. How you doing, Will? I don't understand that one. There was a disk drive that was going to be released for the Nintendo uh, 64. Why? I know everyone thought it was stupid. <laughs> well, I'm glad they didn't make it then. I think it's sold in Japan. How you doing, Will? I'm confused. Excellent. Good to hear that. Our special guest this week, when you see him, you'll wet your pants. He'll kick your butt from here to France. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Captain S. I was a little confused about the uh, wetting your pants for a second. Then I was like, oh, he's referencing the theme song. <laughs> Is France in that too? Yes, France. Like we've been, subtle. <laughs> we've been saying France words a lot. Yeah, I believe that's what they say. France, yeah, France words. words. Very lot. apropos. Mm-hmm. But thanks for coming down, Captain. You're you're very welcome, <laughs> Commander. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should use your real name. Brett Vanderbrook is here. Give it Thank up for you. Brett. See, they're not as excited no, now that you're yeah, no longer a captain. There's captain in the Although name, he made man. you a commander. I, 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 higher. No, I outrank him now. Yeah, I was going to say, could you make me Admiral S? Then maybe that'll... <laughs> Admiral S? Bigger. Admiral S. Is it... you have a military... A, uh, army rank or a Navy rank? Or a Space Navy rank? Uh, what, is, what is a rank in, in, in Sega? <laughs> that's, <laughs> I think there's captain and that's it. Yeah, that's all they had. He didn't pass 11th grade science, so... <laughs> Which is weird because that has nothing to do with science. I, I believe being a captain is one step above being a kid chameleon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's in that the ranking. Area. Yeah, you could be a kid cool. Yes, exactly. So the kid was a cool rank. spot. Yeah. <laughs> now we're just playing word association <laughs> games. Spot remover. <laughs> was that a Sega game? <laughs> cool spot was. It was the Seven Up game. Yeah, but cool. spot yeah, remover spot sounds remover. like a. Uh, I was just trying to like build off of each word. You lost the theme. I I love that we're all doing something separately, (laughs) unrelated to the podcast at this point. (laughs) So if we could get on some uh, back on topic a little bit, tell us about what Captain S is for the listeners at home that are unaware. Because nobody knows what it is anymore because it's seven years old. (laughs) That's not what I was going to say. Well, that's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to say because I, you know, in in before whatever, you know, this is the internet after all. Um, Captain S was a web show that was on uh, in 2007. Uh, it was a takeoff of a bunch of TV shows from the early 90s, most notably Captain N, the Game Master, Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, Mighty Morphin, Power Rangers, and Saved by the Bell. It was sort of a, a tongue-in-cheek <laughs> mashup of all One those One of those shows. seemed less like the others. <laughs> well, if you're talking about Saved by the Bell... <laughs> The, the, no, I no, wasn't. I was no, talking about going... Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> well, that was just we took we just ripped off Zordon with okay. our with our giant blue head. I mean, that was oh, that's, that's what we took from from that. But no, the arc, the archetypes for each of the characters uh, were 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 very loosely based. Well, more than loosely based on Saved <laughs> by the Bell. I mean, Captain S is is kind of Zach Morris, okay. just a much uh, doofier version. Um, you know, his his jockey friend was Slater, his nerdy rival, which I mean, I guess is not really uh, Screech. But he kind of filled the screech role. He was more like um, that. He's where the Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad comes in. Who was the the nerdy guy on that one? Uh, Frank or something? I don't know what that I is. I never watched the show. <laughs> I didn't write it. It was Devin Riley and oh, okay. and and Chad Williams together who kind of con, you know c- uh, conceived it. They were better with the references than I was. I got the <laughs> I got the Saved by the Bell references. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, actually, in the original, the, the reason we called it The New Adventures of Captain S was that Chad Williams, act, who created the character, shot a short video with himself playing Captain okay. S years before we actually did it. I did notice that the, ca- the character is Chad Belmont, so yeah. the, the name Chad stuck. It did, yeah. He kept the name Chad. I don't know why he. I don't know why he picked Belmont because you know that was a Castlevania thing. And mm. there, I mean, there was a Castlevania game for the Genesis, but it was mostly a Nintendo franchise. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> he paid my bills, so not really. No, I didn't make any money on that show. <laughs> he paid no, Make McDonald's. no mistake, there was no money made on that show. <laughs> <laughs> but you sold DVDs and shirts. We did. And no, we such. actually probably broke it with the amount of money we spent making the series. Um, we broke even, and we may have. I think we That's may have. Still an accomplishment. Gotten, it was no, no. We were really happy and proud to have done that because, you know, when it was all said and done, we made our money back, and it wasn't like pittance. I think you know we spent maybe five thousand dollars making making the series. So, mm. to make five thousand dollars back on merchandise and and that, that was that was great. It was. And I, I think that's more than most people on the internet can say. <laughs> I must say the uh, the production values on the show, especially since it was seven years ago, are fantastic. For the time. It, 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 I will say they have not aged well. Uh, See, I, I, I watch it now, and, I, and I'm like, a little bit. Uh, but for the time, there was the bar was very low in 2007. <laughs> yeah. If you guys haven't seen it, he ends up being Nick Arcaded into many different <laughs> uh, video games. And... Uh, Basically, they took like a sprite of you and put it over a character that was actually that was the, in the game, right? That, yeah, that was the most time-consuming part of making the series because we would actually have to print off. Um, we would play the game, record record the game footage, uh, to make make still images of all the, an, the different frames of animation, and then I would have to mimic them as best I could. Sometimes Photoshop would have to be employed with when when you had characters that were sort of chibi esque, like. When I went into all the games, including the Nintendo games, and I was in Mega Man, you know, Mega Man is—he's got a giant head and a tiny body, and he can yes. do things with his body that humans can't do. So <laughs> Photoshop had to be used in some instances. Right. But yeah, and and frame by frame, we would take the picture that the picture that matched as well as we could to the frame of animation, and he would just frame by frame in fo- in uh, Final Cut. It wasn't even After Effects. There was no <laughs> fancy, oh, you know, uh, uh, visual effects program being used. It was just Final Cut. It was just a basic non-linear editing for uh, program, and it was it was essentially stop motion animation. Yeah, and it's one of those things that, will, like, when you look at it, I feel like people get the feeling of, oh, that's a, that's probably really easy because you already have all the footage of the game. It's, all you have to do is stick a guy in it. Yeah, it's not it's not technically difficult, uh, <laughs> but it is t- uh, in- insanely time consuming. Mm-hmm. Not difficult, but tedious. Yeah. Mm. So what we would do an assembly line uh, chat because I because at that point I didn't really know how to do video editing. But I had a cursory knowledge of Photoshop, so Chad would give me. We would shoot all. We would shoot all the stills against a green screen, so they were easy to just sort of like magic wand out in Photoshop. And then I would send him PNGs with with uh, with transparent backgrounds, and then he would just he would just dump them into Final Cut frame by frame. Oh, that does sound really tedious. Yeah. People when when they heard how we did it, they're like, you know, there's probably easier ways to do that. Like, yeah, we know, we just don't know how to do it. I'm sure they're out there. It's actually called the Captain. It takes time to learn how to do that. (laughs) We could find someone else to do it. There we go. Yeah, but that would require money. Uh, Money is is (laughs) always a tough thing. 
And uh, one thing I have to ask is the the last thing you see in that last episode is Ness will return. Waiting <laughs> uh, seven years on that. There one. was uh, yeah, that was a little bit of a of a of a uh, Robert Zemeckis Back to the Future moment where <laughs> where you know he did that sort of as a gag as a you know he never really intended to make a sequel to Back to the Future and I don't know that we ever really intended to make a second season of Captain S. Uh, we did. We did eventually, about a year later, um, sit down and actually talk about it. And we talked to Screw Attack because that was, you know, where Captain S was at that point. Right. And we had actually we actually worked out a deal with them, and they cut a check for us. Uh, we had the money in hand to to do it, but um, to make a really long story short, essentially there were just uh, a lot of issues at play that hampered it, and it just it didn't happen. We knew that we knew that even when we got the check, we knew that the time period that we had to have it done and time to get all the episodes aired and a DVD made so that it could be sold on Screw Attack in, in time for the DVDs to arrive by Black Friday that year was going was like million dollar movies wouldn't be able to do it. You know, oh, so wow. us with, with, with what we had, it was just gonna be an impossibility. So it it kind of I never imagined Screw Attack being like, you know, we got to get on top of this for the holiday season. No, 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 no. I don't want to make I don't want to make them out to be the bad guys here. That's Oh, I'm not saying that, that they're lives, a, a bad that shit guys. Lives on the internet forever. No, it was but it was but they did you know, he was in in Craig's defense, he was spending he was spending a lot of money on us. He was spending more money than they'd ever spent on any show on that. Oh, wow. He was he was he was giving he was putting a lot of faith into us. He was saying, "I'm going to give you this check." And I on the on the grounds that I'm going to make this money back in in uh, advertising and in merchandising, and it was a big, it was a tall order. I mean, even you know even James he hadn't I don't think he'd spent that much money on James. You that's, know? that's the angry video game nerd <laughs> gang. So that was, it was a big wondering. deal, and I think that was also part of the reason that we 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 gave it back because we said this is going to be a pot. But that was the thing is he because he wanted to generate buzz, so he wanted to have the DVDs done in time. For Black Friday, so this is 2009. We signed the contract and got the check in like May of 2009. He wanted the he wanted the, the show to be completely done airing and the DVDs ready to be shipped by Black Friday, November Ooh. 2009. And we had not even begun pre-production yeah. in May. <laughs> we still haven't written. So anything. we had we had essentially six months <laughs> to have it completely done. And when I say completely done, I don't mean like we're, six months later, we're done, we're ready to air. It's like, no, six months done. Six months later, we're done and all the episodes have aired. I mean, it's an impossible, it, it was a pipe yeah, dream. Yeah, that's, that's so rough. It, 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 so it was, either gonna, it was either we wait another year, we do this in 2010, but at that point, there were also some, you know, there were some other things going on and, it, 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 and people, people wanted people to move said, on past let's, the Captain This S. is it, let's move on, yeah. Well, that's interesting. Now, the one thing I do want to bring up is uh, the the YouTube count on your videos is like a fraction of your audience because of most of it aired on Screw Attack, correct? Yes, but also you have to understand. And we were having this conversation a little bit beforehand. You know, in two thousand seven, it was a big deal to have a thousand views on a <laughs> yeah, video. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I think um, I think the the most watched episode is the one is the crossover we did with the Angry Video Game Nerd. Uh, yes, your non-canonical, yeah, which I think special. is hovering, <laughs> which I think is hovering somewhere around, is it a hundred thousand, maybe something like that? And then the next, and then the next closest is the very first episode because it's the first episode, which I really wish it wasn't because the first episode is the roughest of the of the, of all ten. Yeah, you I can definitely I'll, see and I think a lot of people, I think on. a lot of people watch that first ep- episode and they go, Whoa, "What is what is this?" And they don't <laughs> and they don't continue to watch, and that's why the numbers drop off. 
Um, but yeah, and that one has maybe I don't know. You know, that one might be around a hundred thousand tweets. Might, actually, that might, ha- to be honest, it might have more than the 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 angry video game nerd one because I think the the angry video game nerd episode had more views on Screw Attack than it did on YouTube. That makes sense because we couldn't release it on YouTube. That was our that was our deal with Screw Attack. It was like they get the exclusive rights to the episodes. And then after six months or whatever, a year, then we could put it up on YouTube. So by then the buzz has died down. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. And uh, you might remember Brett was uh, helping us roast the angry video game nerd back at uh, Too Many Games. And uh, that was a fun time. And that was the first time you'd ever done something like stand-up before, right? Correct. Yeah, we, 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 we were talking about this in the car that, I mean, I'm an actor. So I, we got to repeat it for the internet. I, well, I do, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why that. I have to keep saying we were talking about it. It doesn't really matter that we were talking about it. But I, somebody's I, think, I feel like they've talked about this. I, mean, I, just wanna let, I just want people to know that Noah likes me and that we talk. You know, <laughs> we had a conversation. Like we had, I thought it was more of remember, like, remember you Noah, don't we listen, talking? we talked about yeah. this already. <laughs> This I'm happened an actor. already in the car. <laughs> I'm an actor. I've been an actor for a, a, a long, long time, going back to school plays, you know, all the way up to uh, more professional productions. I'm very used to doing film sets, you know, stage plays, whatever. I, I don't get stage fright when I go and do stage plays. It just doesn't bother me because it's all prepared. I did, I did uh, improv comedy. And even that, you know, I would get nervous for those, but even to a certain degree, you were a team. You knew that even if you were bombing, that you know you had that guy that was going to come out and he was going to save the scene, and, and people would just remember that the scene was funny, not that you mm-hmm. you know messed up. With this, it's it's like stand up. It's you are up there, you are by yourself. There is no one to save you if you are bombing. You are bombing by yourself. Exactly. That's and why I had I never done stand up, and I and yeah, I didn't was... know, and I knew that you know. Just being, fu- I knew that I was funny, but just being, <laughs> but just being funny doesn't mean you can do stand up. There's, yeah. I know lots of funny people who could not do stand up. Right. So I was terrified that even though I was reading my jokes and I was like, okay, you know, on paper these jokes are funny, are they going to be funny on stage? Yeah. And and I was terrified of it. So I, I and I I don't remember ever being that nervous having to go on stage. Uh, and I mean, you still had a fantastic set. And one of the first things I had to ask him in the car was, uh, does James hate me? And, uh, <laughs> James doesn't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry, he doesn't remember your name, so how can he hate you? That's fine. I mean, it's better than him like sitting in a room whittling a voodoo doll, me, which I've put a lot of thought into this, <laughs> and I'm afraid that's a thing that could happen. James like, oh, yeah, yeah, you were the one that kind of had the Frankenstein guy come out and <laughs> imitate, imitate me, right? But yeah, I, I did ask him if he hated me, and you had, you no idea. You talked in Tarzan English. I, don't <laughs> I talked exactly how he talks in his videos. Yes. <laughs> think he needs to step back and watch his own stuff, because I mastered what he sounds no, like. No, I think uh, James is, he's not a, he doesn't, he's not a strong reactor, you know, so I think the fact that he allowed the video to be posted online says that he was probably pretty cool with it. Because I think if he didn't like it, if he hated it, he would he would have been like, no, I don't want that online, you know. Well, <laughs> once a month on the podcast, I have to bring this up and say I'm sorry to James, and I hope you don't hate me. So now that we've met that quota, we can move on to other things. <laughs> uh, because I was looking at your IMDb page, and I know you didn't have a big role, but you were in one of my favorite movies of all time, and that's Funny Games. Well, I wasn't in it. I was a stand-in, which is a little bit different, but... What? You had to stand in for... Like, I stood in for uh, uh, Brady Corbet, who uh, he played opposite Michael Pitt in that movie. Um, if you don't know the film, it's a it's a remake of a, of a German uh, 
Austrian. German? Yeah, yeah Aust- Austrian. Aust- but I mean, they speak German in Austria. It's all, it's all the country same. It's all Western Western America. It's 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 a it's a psychological thriller about these these two young kids who t- terrorize this wealthy family in their summer home. Um, very uh, Brechtian, if you know Bertolt Brecht, the playwright. He, he wrote plays that no no this, I'm serious about this. I'm serious about this. He wrote plays that uh, broke the fourth wall and made the audience uncomfortable. And that's yes. what Michael Hanukkah, the director of that, who uh, he won an Oscar for or was nominated for Das Weisse Band, and he directed the one last year that was nominated for Best Picture. Um, Oh, last uh, year. What was it? The foreign language film. I think it actually won the foreign language film. I'm sure it did if it was up for There was the old lady in it who was nominated for Best Actress, and she lost to Jennifer Lawrence. Um, um, I can't think of it right I, now. Yeah, I can't think but either. in any event, that's... We've that's, gone through a whole new Oscars. He's, There's he's no the, way yeah, I'm going yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, that's old news. No, but Hanukkah was the director, and, um, and that, that was like... I got hired on that job on a... Like, that was the most bizarre job I ever got hired on because uh, I didn't audition for it. I didn't submit for it. I got a phone call one day, and they were like, we just saw your profile on Actors Access, and we think you might be a good fit as a stand-in. And if you don't know what a stand-in is, it's not like a photo double. You don't have to look like the actor. You just need to be about the same height right? yeah. and the same coloring. You kind of have to because you just need to – because they just focus lights and, and, and set the camera up on you. But I was there. every. I mean, I, I was there for the they, – they, they filmed that movie over eight weeks in 2006 – uh, mostly in Steiner Studios in Brooklyn and a little bit out on Long Island. But, um, yeah, I was there every day for that. But so I wasn't in it. I'm never actually – you never actually <laughs> see me. Like, that's my question. Is it like, oh, that's the back of my head? No, or is it like, that's no. my shoulder? No, unfortunately, stand-ins are never seen. Oh. Unless, unless they're also – I mean, I guess some stand-ins could technically be photo doubles. You could, you could use a photo double as a stand-in, but I – no, I <laughs> <That>. <laughs> I'm I in the guess, credits. Let's put it. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. It's the number one thing you're known for yeah. on IMDb. It's what, well, yeah, because it's the only thing that I've done on IMDb that's not like. Well, no, well, brain. I'll be in because I was just in an episode of Brain Game, so that'll be on. That'll probably surpass it because I actually have a speaking. That, that was role. the next thing I was going to bring up, but that is not on IMDb currently. It's not. Yeah, it takes a while for those things to get on, and you kind of have to like. Trust me, nobody from National Geographic Channel is going to add me to that, like, because I'm not actually <laughs> got to get on. I'm that. not credited in the episode, which you know, what? whatever that happens. But sometimes. you. Speak and get I know, I know, mugged. but there's a Brain Games is one of those. It's like it's like not reality TV, but reenactment type TV, and they have so many people in the course of one episode that they just don't credit everybody. That's pretty, that's, that's just the way it works. But you're like the main guy getting robbed. for 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 three minutes. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> yeah. Don't, I, don't worry. I'm that's ten percent. I, I, I added myself. It'll, I'll be in there. Okay. And I'm the only, you know, like anybody can anybody can amend IMDb. It's just that if the producers go back and be like, "This guy wasn't in this," and they can they can delete it. <laughs> Is but, that true? Anyone yeah. can do well, yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you yeah. have to be a member. You, you have oh, to yeah, have an you account. Have you have to have an account. But account is, an account is free. Yes. You, oh, but, really? And anybody can. And it goes through a process. Like a real human looks at it and is like, decides whether. That's why it takes. That's why it doesn't happen instantaneously. Mm-hmm. It takes gotcha. several weeks or even longer than that because it actually has to like go through a queue and. I should put a picture up for my IMDb profile. You then. can't. With, you see, that's what, where, see? You, see, you have to pay for that. That's see, IMDb that's dumb. Pro. Yeah. Well, but they got to make their money somehow. So no, they don't advertise. Yeah, ads. Come on, <laughs> people need to know what hardware store customer looks like. I doubt. Like. You know what though? I doubt that celebrities are paying to have their pictures. No, I IMDb. bet they're not. Oh no, like, like Brad Pitt is not paying to have his headshot. Fifteen dollars? No, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I got kids to feed here. 
That's why, that's we'd, we'd John Travolta. Why, I don't know what that was. Yeah, we'd put up. A I was picture trying to do Taron Killam doing Brad Pitt. Oh, that's too many layers. That's too many layers. That's a bad point. That I was a Hollywood producer, so on my Sundays when I'm off, I just open up my laptop and like see who's lying on IMDb. <laughs> you are not in this with me. How dare you, Brad Pitt? You weren't in the Watchmen. <laughs> Stop trying. Stop adding that, Brad Pitt. I, I would say, though, if it was free, I would add terrible pictures of celebrities, like, constantly to IMDb. <laughs> like, Beyonce would just be that terrible Super Bowl picture. <laughs> oh, yeah, Beyonce. <laughs> but uh, there's also a documentary I saw that you worked on. I don't know how involved I, you were. Uh, are you talking about Puppet Rampage? Yes. Uh, yeah, the Puppet Rampage was uh, a, a documentary. When, we, when when PBC Productions was still together, we, we were hired by the by the Puppeteers of America, which is the national organization for puppeteers, um, because Lindsay Briggs, who was one of the founding members of PBC, is a, is a puppeteer, and she's very involved. Puppet figurehead. She's very vo- involved in that world. It's a very <laughs> niche funny. world, and there's a, big, there's a big you know, contingency of people in New York City. And uh, so because of her influence, we were hired to be essentially the videographers. You know, It was twofold. We got hired to uh, tape all the shows for archival purposes give all the artists copies of their work and then on top of that they said why don't you cut together like a little retrospective about the the festival Mm -hmm. and then we will sell those dvds and it'll be nice for people who went to 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 get reminded of what was there and for people who didn't get to go it's like oh this was this was the festival maybe i'll come next time right and we've done that now uh for four the festival happens every two years we've done it every year since then so we've done it Four times now, I think. Oh seven, oh nine, eleven, thirty. Yeah, four times. Uh, so we're gonna have to wait till fifteen. Or well, when's the next one? Well, we just the, the the last one was this past summer in Swarthmore, Pennsylvania. Um, and I Chad is editing it, and it should be done soon. It actually might already be done at this point, to be honest okay. with you. So it'll be premiered this year, and then the next festival will be two thousand fifteen. <sighs> I really wanted to go to a puppet festival. Well, go next year. But that's that's forever from now. <laughs> oh, they're fun. If if I've only been to one. Oh, have you been to a puppet yeah. festival? <laughs> I'm friends with somebody, and I, you've already said it. And I forget, but she's a member of the. I always said it was like the Screen Actors Guild for puppeteers. It's but, uh, yeah, the the PFA, the Puppeteers of America. I, but I guess they do more. And they have regional. There, there's 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 regional festivals because they have um there there's puppetry guilds. There's I mean there you know it, it's niche, but there are a lot of no, people like a whole world throughout the country. Yeah, and they all know each other, and everyone. They do. That I've met has worked with a Henson. Well, yeah, and Z works at the Henson Foundation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so I, yeah, it's 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 amazing to like kind of like be that close to you know. Because it was interesting to me to see that not only are there people that are super into puppets, but people who are super into shadow puppets. Yeah, shadow whole... puppets are awesome. Yeah, like, if, if done well, they're it's 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 one of the most mesmerizing. Um, some of the best shadow puppetry I've ever seen is done with. Um, is done with uh, projectors, mm-hmm. overhead projectors, and they they'll use three of them, and they'll have uh, they'll have like a switch, like so. It, there's there's a there's an element to it. There's like a live element to it where so they're they're constantly switching these things out, and they will make they will make puppet shows that are so cinematic that you would swear to God that they were 
that they had been animated and you were watching a video of it, that the, not that it was being done live. It, it'll blo- oh, it blows insane. your mind. It's I, really, really I amazing. I got killed in a play once by a shadow puppet. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yeah. But here you are to tell the tale. I know. Well, I we were in the Odyssey, and uh, Scylla is a sea monster that eats six Odysseus's guys. Uh-huh. But as I remember, it's six guys or one really fat guy because I was the only one that that monster ate. <laughs> and she's like, I am full. <laughs> you guys move along. I was enough. Yep. Thank you for sacrificing yourself. We did. There, Chad, Chad wrote a, uh, a shadow puppetry, a shadow puppet version of Beowulf, which we did a work in progress of a couple of years ago. Uh, we haven't progressed with it, but yeah, that was that was kind of cool. That was badass. Sort of along the same line. So, yeah, is, where can we shadow puppets? <laughs> where can we see the uh, documentary? Uh, the DVD is is on sale through Puppetries, Puppeteers of America. I. I'm not sure if they. I think they still have copies of of all the the festivals that we've done. Puppet Rampage is the one that is most like a documentary. Okay. Because the after the first one, we decided we can't keep making a documentary every two years. So yeah. the, the 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 three after that one are a little bit more just like this. A retrospective. This is what happened. This was the festival, and it's just a lot of the shows. It's a lot of footage from the shows interspersed with with um, interviews with performers. The first one we had a we had kind of a storyline. It was gotcha. w- and it was I mean it was vague in some senses sort of what is I'm trying what was our it was like is puppetry still a viable art form? How is it surviving? blah blah blah. You know, questions sort of along those lines. So it it had an it had more of an arc that the rest of them did. Not that the other ones aren't aren't nice films. <laughs> and the, and actually I think over time they they get tighter. The editing is tighter. The footage looks a little bit better. But the first one is the most like a documentary. It's the most like a standalone film. That, that's a really interesting like through line, especially since uh, Jim Henson was told that puppetry was no longer a viable <laughs> art form. There's a there's a, a puppeteer, uh, and this is and and I'm sure nobody will know who this is, but his name is Jim Rose. Uh, his parents, uh, Margot and Rufus Rose, were kind of the uh, grandparents of modern American puppetry they kind of they started uh, the the Puppeteers of America festival and like a lot of puppeteers are influenced by them well their son Jim he's still alive and we interviewed him at that first festival and he he had a quote and I'd read the quote before I interviewed him and I was so glad he repeated it because he said uh, he goes well puppetry's he goes puppetry's been dying for 6,000 years so I'm not worried about it (laughs) (laughs) that's a true statement though it's funny though so uh, we like to geek out a bit on this show, and we do. Is that we- not what we're doing right now? I feel like no, it gets worse. No, this puppet talk is pretty pretty geeky. <laughs> let's let's stop with all this serious puppet talk, oh, okay. And get into some nerdy stuff with a segment we like to call "What You Watching, What You Read, and What You Playing." It's where we talk about what we're watching and what we're reading and what we're playing. Captain S, since you're new to the group, what have you been watching? Let's see. What am I watching right now? Um. I just marathoned an idiot abroad. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, watched like I think there's a total of like 19 episodes. You know, it's British, so there's only you know sh- there's short seasons. Um, but it was somebody. I j- it was just like somebody posted something about it on Facebook. They just said you know oh idiot abroad. It's on Netflix. It's funny. And one night it was I just had time to kill, and I was just like you know what somebody said this was funny. I'm gonna watch it. You know, it's Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant. I like those guys. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it, you know. And then I realized, oh, Carl Pilkington, he was on Derek, which which I liked, even though I realized now that this was before Derek. But that's the only <laughs> thing I knew him from was was from Derek. And I, I, one episode in, and I was I was in love. It was just like 
this is this is great, and I couldn't stop watching Cause it. Because it, it's, it's technically a reality show, right? It's not. It's doc. It's more. I would say more documentary than reality, because to me, reality TV show is not really reality. Like it's right. it's, it's scripted, where it's semi scripted. They put people in situations and say, "This is what's going to happen," and you guys just do the dialogue as your person. But it, but it's a it's a travel show. It's a doc. Yeah, it's a it's a travel documentary. The, the, the series was originally going to be called uh, Carl Pilkington Seven Wonders because that was the in the seven episodes of the first series. He goes to each of the one of the old seven wonders. Oh, but wow. Ricky huh. Gervais, being Ricky Gervais, you know, halfway through the series, you know, calls him when he's out. He's in India or something, and and he tells him he's like, oh, you know, the network didn't like didn't like uh, Carl Pilkington's Seven Wonders. Uh, give him another idea that they liked uh, an idiot abroad, and you know, and he just you know, <laughs> is that what Ricky now Gervais you get to go to sounds more like? Well, I wasn't trying to do Ricky Gervais. <laughs> you were so. doing something. No, no, I wasn't. No, I wasn't like going to attempt. Listen, I tried to do Brad Pitt, and that blew up in my face. So I'm not going to do Ricky Gervais. You didn't know that Ricky Gervais is a 1930s reporter. <laughs> <laughs> See here, Pilkington. <laughs> we're going to call the show an idiot abroad. What a scoop. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just do the rest of the podcast like this? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. No, no I don't that, like that, that was great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of accent. Take it away. <laughs> so yeah, so that that that's probably the most recent thing that I binge watched. I watch a lot of TV. I, I more TV than I probably should. Be, and I don't even have cable. I just watch everything on on Hulu Netflix. and Netflix. Mm-hmm. Or or I welcome um, to the future. Or I watch them through somewhat. You know, no, it's all right. Means yeah, uh, like like Hulu? I, because be, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to well, no, say because I, I watch The Walking Dead and that's not. I mean, I, I guess I could spend the. I two, didn't know that was on two, Hulu. Two, two, it's not. That's <laughs> Wait, what, what? That's what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> wink, wink. Crackle. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's on iTunes. Yes, yes, that's how I watch it. I I pay a dollar ninety nine an episode. That's too much. <laughs> Stop winking into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> and there's no payoff for the internet. Makes me think of this is really this is a tangent. Uh, I don't know if anybody watches SNL, but there was an episode with Megan Fox and uh, and Fred Armisen was still on the show, and they were playing these these mail order Russian brides, and Jason Sudeikis was kind of like shilling for them, and uh, and you know I, you know it's it's Fred Armisen dressed as a as a woman like just terrifying, and Megan Fox Megan Fox you know terrifying, and this guy is like trying to decide <laughs> trying to decide between the two, but like he's actually like having a hard time. And, you know, and they asked Megan Fox, they're like, you know, whatever her name was, they're like, you know, wink. And she's just like, you know, she does a real sexy, like, wink and blows a kiss. And they asked Fred Armisen to do it, and he just starts going. And he goes, Svetlana cannot wink, only blink. <laughs> I'd like to point out that this is nothing but the Patrick Swayze uh, Chippendale sketch. Oh, you're, you know what? You're <laughs> right. I never thought about that. But same that's sketch. Kind of... <laughs> uh, thanks for ruining it for me. That's how I unplugged him from the Matrix. <laughs> now he sees the code behind funny. SNL. Fred Armisen <laughs> is funny. I know, so that was a t- tangent. Even if he steals stuff from Chris Farley. Hey, Will, <laughs> what have you been watching? Well, I'm still watching all my same stuff. But, uh, True Detective, Vikings came out again. A lot of yeah, it's a really good show. <laughs> what do you want it's to talk the, it's about? the new uh, Game of Thrones for you. I'm bringing it, it up every it's week. It's way better than Game of Thrones. <laughs> Okay. I like I, Game I of Thrones, that. but it's not. Uh, riots. There's not a lot of thought goes into Game of Thrones. There's <laughs> a sword fight, uh, titties in a fancy outfit, and we're gone. And, and? I can't have a conversation with you. You don't have a microphone. <laughs> but the thing I, I, I watched, have you seen the new Godzilla trailer? 
They I have seen the new Godzilla trailer. Although I feel they wasted an opportunity because it should be the reverse of what it is. It should be Godzilla talking, just like rah, 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 and subtitles about how what's coming is so horrible, and then it shows. Then the the reveal is Brian Cranston. <laughs> just <laughs> I am the one who knocks. Because <laughs> I knew we Godzilla it, was in the we movie. We can edit that. <laughs> But I didn't know Brian Cranston was. Yeah, it's it's going to be pretty awesome. I, I think it's going to blow Broderick out of the water. Well, yeah, he should be in it. Though. Well, you're setting the bar pretty yeah, low. Yeah, <laughs> but they promised, Godzilla is pretty tall. They promised a second monster to fight Godzilla, and I think it might be Brian Cranston. Oh. <laughs> that was that was the promise. What, br- wait, Brian Cranston or Heisenberg? Heisenberg. Heisenberg. Okay, and then Godzilla just backs away slowly. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want him to speak English. I don't know where Aaron Paul just comes and goes, Yeah, bitch! <laughs> You're what, you can have it, Hollywood. It's all yours. <laughs> well, he can drive in from one of his... Uh, oh, for his Need for Speed <laughs> Need car. Need for Speed cars. Because that movie needed to be made. <laughs> oh, it's great. I watched the, the trailer for that and... Uh, it's him driving away from the police, and his friend shows up in a helicopter, and he's like, what are we going to do? do? He's like, yeah. hook the cables up to your car, and I'll fly you away. And he's like, all right, I'll do it. Believe, or say that I can fly a helicopter. Well, you're doing it. No, <laughs> say it. You're, you can fly a helicopter. Now call me Maverick. The police are about to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> call me Maverick. Maverick, play flies away. And that's the trailer. So it's it's just people being jerks to Jesse. <laughs> the movie. I'm hoping it opens up a whole line of uh, driving video game movies. Like oh, Cruising yeah. USA should be the next one. <laughs> Daytona. <laughs> That'd be good. Stop breaking the microphones. They're they're expensive. Spy no. Hunter. Spy Hunter would be a good movie. Yeah, I, I'd be behind. Can we, the get, spy can we get Bob Hoskins to reprise Mario and do Mario Kart the movie? Yes, yes, we can. Oh, that's a great. Oh, idea. Can. Anything, Someone could, can. anything would be better than Mario Brothers the movie. Don't that, you a, hate all the things that are great? I, I do love the Mario <laughs> Brothers movie, and I, I wish there was a sequel. I was like, what is Will like? Allosaurus <laughs> in the Mario Brothers. <laughs> It would be great if they made a Mario Brothers movie sequel, but instead of doing a direct sequel, they did Mario Party. <laughs> like, what is happening here? That is a good idea. Uh, what I've been watching, uh, I, I somehow made it out of the house because the WWE Network launched. <laughs> and na- now I have access to every single wrestling pay-per-view that has ever been made by the WWE, WCW, and ECW, Ooh. plus other stuff. So I've just been watching that like crazy. And uh, it's all online, and it does one thing that is so brilliant that Netflix needs to do it. They also have a schedule of stuff that just plays. So there's so many times where I'm like, let me just uh, throw on the network and see what I can find through the <laughs> library. And then I turn it on. Oh, WrestleMania 25 is already on. Well, I'm done. And it eliminates the whole hour of wasting yeah, my life searching through. That's actually genius. Because Netflix. What like, a great idea. The most sp- time I spend on Netflix, we all sit down. We're like, let's watch something on Netflix. We scroll for two hours. 
I'm gonna go home. I don't want to watch. Yeah, that was a joke on the Onion. They were it was they were gonna uh, start offering a service that was like four dollars a month, and you could just endlessly scroll through movies. (laughs) You couldn't watch anything. You just you know. What if Netflix was already just playing? Archer's already on. Well, I guess I'm watching Archer. Just watch this, and then Scrubs is next, and then Primer. Wow, what a (laughs) what a what a mix. So yeah, that is my big suggestion to Netflix is just just always have something on. Yeah, just stream the my list. And the cool thing about the, the network is uh, it has like the schedule of what's coming up next. And if you want, it just says, "Would you want to watch it right now instead of waiting an hour?" It's like, "Oh, I would. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Thanks, WWE Network. Nine bucks a month. Awesome. Or ten bucks." It was a good. It was a good present. I got go it for my birthday. Well, it was nine ninety nine. No, just and decreed. I rounded down. Hear ye, hear ye! WWE Network will now be ten dollars a month. Well, I thought he's trying to scam somebody here out of a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> eleven, eleven dollars. Yes, give me ten dollars. I will it, buy WWE. It, it's nine dollars for me because I just gave that great commercial for it. So, <laughs> WWE Network, use smarter the, than Netflix. Use the promo code N O A H. So, yeah, I, I got it for my birthday, people complaining in the audience. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Brett, what have you been reading? I I don't read a lot. I'm reading... Uh, Thank you. Let's see. I'm reading David Sedaris Naked right now. What? I'm a big David Sedaris fan. Do you know who David Sedaris is? Oh, yes. He's but, a, an author and a... <laughs> he, he's the author of the book Naked. The yes, entire title the author, is yes, in... No, I'm sorry. I am not reading the book while I am naked. The book is titled <laughs> yeah. Naked. He has interesting titles. He also has uh, what were some of the other ones he has. Um, and now, of course, I'm drawing a blank on him. But he has very interesting titles for his books. Just very like you say them out loud and you're like, I'm sorry, what? What are you reading? But they're just collections of, of uh, anecdotes and I think slightly embellished stories about his life. He's an odd bird. He's a regular contributor to This American Life, too, if anybody listens right. to that program. I, I do frequently. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, like, I can't remember beyond that the last thing I read. I, I, like, two years ago, I read the the uh, the Stieg Larsson trilogy. The Steve Girl Larson's with the Dragon it. Tattoo. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But that was, like, the last novel I read. I do, because I go, I, I'll go on, like, tangents where, like, I read all of Game of Thrones, I think was the last thing, mm-hmm. and then I read all of the... Uh, the zombie stuff, like World War Z, zombie survival guy. Yeah. He did a couple other ones, and then I'll go on. Like all I read is the internet. I don't. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I've, for like I, a I've year. lost the attention span for long books. I don't know. It's I, I read magazines and, and articles and, and things like that, but I just I don't find myself reading a lot of books. I should I should read more books. I, know, I always think that. I don't, I don't, but you know, I, I like that, books. That, that's not, why you should get comics, because then it's like, look at the size <laughs> of this book I read. I mean, it's 90% pictures. I, yeah, you know, I've started, uh, I, I guess, I don't know, I guess, is it a comic or a graphic novel? Uh, I started reading Watchmen. But graphic I keep, novel. I keep starting it and then, like, getting some ways into it and then stopping and then going back and starting it. I, I just, I can't get all the way through it. It's so what? good. I know, it's not that it's not good. I don't know. It's just, I don't think, I've never been, I've never been, like, that. that's just not my, I don't know. I'd that's not your read world? A, I'd rather read a novel, yeah. Uh, but fun. you don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, then I really don't want to read comics, then do I? Yeah. It's so far down the train of things you want to do. I, I guess I shouldn't be saying that in a comic book shop, should I? Yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll forgive you. I collected forgive comics him. as a kid. I mean, I, I had. Well, then that makes up. Yeah, I had some Batman comics, some Spider Man yeah. comics. I had Elf comics. Did you know they made Elf comics? There was comics? Elf yeah. comics? There were Elf comics, yeah. Were the what? No, I liked them, too. Yeah, I liked them. Audience, stop acting like I'm an idiot for not knowing mm-hmm. this. I know they made Alf Pogs, but I didn't Alf know. Alf Pogs, kids. <laughs> Get your slammers. We're playing. 
oh, that's a great idea. One week we should come here and start playing Pogs. pogs. Ooh. <laughs> what are they doing? I don't know where you'd get Pogs. Oh, no, we I could probably my... just cut up cardboard. My parents, though. my parents, uh, my old bedroom. I probably have a. <laughs> have some of them in in the closet. Well, go get them. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but back in the day when we believed that those little cardboard circles would be valuable one day, <laughs> so what are we going to do? We're going to stack them up and throw weights at them. Yeah, what for a the, great for the, idea for the six months that people cared yeah. about them. <laughs> Insanity. I thought you could sell a Bigfoot Slammer on eBay for. Maybe ten dollars, which is infinitely more than it's worth. So <laughs> I find that hard to believe. Ten dollars is is a big number. <laughs> you could buy the WWE Network for that much money. <laughs> it just went up eleven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be selling the WWE it's like Network the stock out front market. for twelve dollars. Prices in flux. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it goes. It has its dips and its valleys. So, Will, what have you been reading? Well. Like I said, I haven't I haven't read a, a novel in forever. I'm, try, I'm trying to. I went into the borders were play. Are we, there's a borders near me, and it shut no, down. No, there isn't. I, well, this, this, <laughs> don't lie to the I audience. Don't know if books a million exist. We're not in, in other, a time paradox. <laughs> I don't know if this this brand exists in other places, but what they they bought the borders, and then they just reopened it. They didn't change anything. So you're just you're like as an idiot. You're like, did borders close? I don't know. Well, I'll just keep buying books here. I don't care. <laughs> I know the shelves are different because I bought some of Borders shelves. At the end, when Borders ran out of books, it went like Waterworld on us, and they were like, "We'll sell the shelves. What do you? My <laughs> shoes? You want my shoes?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I got a jar of dirt. How many shelves can I get?" <laughs> I'll give you one WWE <laughs> Network. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth twelve dollars. <laughs> so I do a lot of my reading on the internet, and say, I stopped watching True Detective because one, I'm waiting for it for it to finish. My right. girlfriend's picking up on it, so I, like, I'm waiting for her to catch up to where I am. So I've just been going online reading theories, and it's okay. so... You need to watch it. It's your... Th- it's like crazy everything means something, and uh, like... Wait till you get to what I'm reading, because I've gone crazy <laughs> recently, but... Because now that I, I went back and read everything, and I'm watching for it, it's like blowing my... Because you read on the internet, it's like, oh, this color means this, and there's always like this number and that, and I'm like, no, there isn't. Oh, my God. Oh, it's Every everywhere. scene. It's every scene. Oh, all right. I can't yeah, wait. What, what are you reading? What have I been reading? I'm not sure if you guys saw, but hoverboards are real. <laughs> <laughs> and I've done nothing but try to figure this out. <laughs> but there's, there's a video that came out, and it has uh, Doc Brown in it, that's his real name, yeah, and he, uh, he gives a uh, a hoverboard to Tony Hawk, and Tony Hawk's like, "Well, this is amazing," and he starts flying around on it. <laughs> and they're like, "Not only this is my favorite example ever." It's like, but it's not just for professionals; anyone can ride a hoverboard. We even gave one to Moby, and then it's Moby on a hoverboard. Like Moby is the example of an unathletic person. <laughs> yeah. Who's the most unathletic person? He's like you could a turtle of? that you took well, the shell off. Exactly. Oh. He is. He kind of is. No, that's perfect. So they gave it to Moby, and then there's this website that I'm and I'm watching, and I was like, this can't be real, because the thing about it is, even if it was real, the problem with the actual hoverboard is you hover about mm, five feet off the ground, and I was like, nah, people if are gonna that, die. Yeah. <laughs> people are gonna die if you're that high up. So I. It looks very interesting, and so I went to their website, and I did my alternate reality thing where I read everything, I read all their tweets, I went through their Facebook, I went through the code of the site to see if there was (laughs) anything hidden in that. 
Nothing. No. There is no clue at all where they're going with this. Because my pick would have been Back to the Future sequel. That's, or a remake that's or one whatever. of the yeah. That's one of the. Uh, it's they they did discover that it's Funny or Die that's behind it, right? Because uh, they found a, a a posting that a girl had made. She'd put it on her resume essentially, and, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm sure they told her not to do, but she did anyway. And you know, and she took it down, but somebody already took a screen cap, so they know that Funny or Die <laughs> is behind it. But I've also heard that somebody said, "Oh, maybe it's maybe this is viral marketing for the Nike." Uh, self-lacing the self-lacing sneakers. shoes mm-hmm. which I'm super excited about coming out uh, and also uh, Back to the Future the musical is coming in 2015 and that's going to be fantastic my, my my point though was that no matter what they're they're promoting no matter what product or project or show or whatever nothing is going to be a real live hoverboard yeah <laughs> <laughs> Why do you got to bring us down? Because it's gonna be a it's gonna be a letdown, whatever it is. Maybe Christopher Lloyd's just been hanging on to this technology <laughs> since the Marty! movie. <laughs> it was real. <laughs> Mine gets a little older, Jewish, but yeah. <laughs> you never call me anymore, Marty. <laughs> You're so skinny. <laughs> they feed you, Marty. Put on this life life jacket. <laughs> oh, open it up, open up, Mister Fission. I think there's a banana peel <laughs> in there. <laughs> I mean, it's, it runs off garbage. <laughs> Stop hoarding garbage. <laughs> but yeah, I I checked the website like thoroughly. I didn't find any clues, like because what I'm I assume is whenever anything like that launches, you check the code and then you get like the help me message, and that leads you to another website where it's like the dark underbelly of the hoverboard uh, <laughs> corporation. No, it's gone insane. And, and then it turns out that they use baby souls, and that's what makes it uh, hover. I've done this a lot. Yeah. And most of the time, that's what happens. But uh, the, Noah the, can't watch a children's show and be, <laughs> the calendar's the same date every episode. Like, probably up, that's true. filmed them back that's to back. That's true. He's Shut like, up. no, it means something. Not going to have this argument now. All right. All right. But uh, the two things that I can Just point out. Just enjoy a thing. <laughs> no, I can't. There's meaning behind it. <laughs> there has to be a reason for things. Did you ever see the movie the number 23? Yeah. Yeah, because that's, that's what you're that's doing That's what right I sound now. like. That's what you're doing right now. You are Jim Carrey right now. Well, let me tell you, I watched that movie going, all right, there's one and there's another one, and uh, the dog's name is Ned. That's a 23. Awesome. Yeah, whole time. I was terrible to watch that movie with. But anyway, the point I was going to make is the two like big clues that uh, something's going to happen is that there isn't a date in the future that they are that they have up there. I believe it's, it's December, right? It's December. Yeah. yeah, December 2014, something's going down. And also, it keeps saying that there's going to be an app of some sort. So I'm thinking in the future, you download the app, and that's, that's going to be where the clues are. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and let... You know what? Yeah, it's a big... It's totally more likely that there's going to be hoverboards. Why can't there just be hoverboards? <laughs> Brett, what are you? What are you playing? Uh, currently, nothing. The last game. Journalist. The last game I played was um, Assassin's Creed Three, which was kind of a letdown. <laughs> you sound pretty I, broken I, well, up. Well, because it. I'm a big fan of the series. I really liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked one, two, and Brotherhood, and 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 uh, Revelations and three were just they eh, just weren't as good. I heard three super glitchy. I okay yeah it was a little bit glitchy but that wasn't I just didn't I just wasn't as into the story yeah I don't know it I just wasn't 
I played through it and I, you know, I enjoyed myself, but I just didn't like when I was playing two, I was just like, I, I can't put this game down. You yeah. know, I would play for nine hours and my eyes would get dry. You know, like I just couldn't stop playing. I never, I never got that sense with it. Cause like that first big reveal about the main, with that beginning main character before it switches felt right. like forced and like, uh, there's too many, there's, there's too many cutscenes in it. Mm-hmm. There's too many times where I'm like, just let me play. <laughs> I got to stab things. <laughs> I don't want to, I would, I started, I, the only thing that in, in the game's favor, it did let you skip cutscenes even if you hadn't watched them yet, which I, <laughs> so I got to a point where I was just like, I really don't care. I, I, <laughs> I'm not invested in the story. I just want to climb buildings. <laughs> That's all I want to do. I want to climb buildings and, 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 and stealth kill people. That's <laughs> In fact, that was the real first. You play, you play as a guy for a while, and then it, time shifts, and they're like, I bet you thought you'd get to play Assassin's Creed without doing dumb stuff in the beginning, right? Ah, we tricked you. <laughs> now go God. find some eagle feathers. Like, yeah. Can I kill stuff? No. No, no, no. That would break the reality. I don't mind the finding eagle feathers, because that's a side quest. Like, no, that, no, no, you no. Don't, you don't have to. When you're first Connor, you have to do all the dumb, like, everyday Native American stuff. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, that kind of sucks. Track a deer, yeah. please no. <laughs> rather not try I never crafted gear. anything in the game either. No, you like, don't have to. <laughs> I felt like in the other games, like there were moments in the game where you had to craft smoke bombs and things mm-hmm. like that. You couldn't progress in the game without doing it. You could get through Assassin's Creed Three by just brute force. You yeah. never like the the, the they, I feel like they actually dumbed down the fighting mechanics in that game compared yeah. to the other games. You know, it's like you could just keep attacking people and you would eventually win there were other you know in the other games there were there were guys that took a certain you know they had they had really heavy weapons and you couldn't use your weapon against them you had to disarm them it was the only way to beat them you right. know or, and so there was there was there was a uh, variety in the types of, of of battle mechanics that just wasn't there in the third one yeah and two it's two they'd call in because i i sucked at being stealthy i know that's like the point of the game but after <laughs> i kill my target i would just murder my way out of any city like there would just be a swath of dead people in my way i'm like i'm not hiding it's fine i'll kill you all and in the second one they they added where people would just run like eventually henchmen would be like i don't need this job it's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've seen what happens but they added the second game added different in the first i think in the first one it, everybody was like there, nobody was overpowered everybody was kind of about the same skill level um, except for maybe the Templar Knights, which were the ones that were like yeah, and then they also added guys them. that they could call in, like but yeah, but in the second game they had like they had you know regular guards, and then there were guards that you know had bi- you know they were big guards with with heavy armor and big battle axes, and you couldn't you couldn't use your sword against them. If mm-hmm. you tried to defend their attacks, they would just knock you down. The only thing you could do was drop your weapon and disarm them and kill them with their own axe. That was the only way to beat them. <laughs> And that, you know, so you had to kind of go back and forth. And like Connor never had to do that. Connor, you could just keep <laughs> slash, 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 and you'd eventually win. Just murder your way <laughs> just through. Murder your way through. Yeah, that's a good way to go. So, you, so are you saying that you didn't play a lot of Sega? Because as the captain I, of I, Sega, I, yeah. Okay, remember, I didn't create the character. Chad Williams was the one who. <laughs> I am he, an actor. He was the kid that grew up with with no Nintendo and only Sega. I kind of grew up with both. I mean, the Nintendo was was my first system. I you know okay. when I was I think we got it when I was seven or eight years old, and so we had the, that for like that was like the first one, and then I got a Genesis. I mean, I was you know, I was maybe in middle school at the time, and we had a lot of games for that. And then we got the PlayStation. You know, we but I there was never you know I never felt like one system got more love than another one in our household. <laughs> All right, that's fine. You didn't, but I, I had a Sega. I liked Sega. I wasn't trying to I do an down. expose. I was just curious. <laughs> Captain S doesn't really play Sega. An investigation seven years in the making. 
I'm no, my a brother, journalist. My brother and I play. And also, there's no hoverboards. <laughs> and it's, not even, it's not even a, a game that I think most people would have even cared about because it was an EA Sports game. But my brother and I played a lot of uh, Bill Walsh college football on the Sega Genesis. <laughs> oh, wow. And we would just, wow, all right. Crowd. One fan of Bill Walsh out there. Uh, but we would just try to, like, we, you know, we would just try to uh, rack up. You know, we'd get our halfbacks to get, like, 500 yards and they're <laughs> rushing in a game. You know, we just exploit, you know, like, old, all the old EA Sports <laughs> games could be yeah. exploited. And you would just try to run. The point was not to win because you could win every game. The point was just to see how high you could run the score. Oh up. yeah, absolutely. That's that's fun. <laughs> so, well, what have you been playing? Mostly, what I've been playing is a game where I watch my girlfriend play Saints Row Three. That's a good game. It's a very good game. But in between that, I, I finally got the uh, World of Tanks, which is what they advertise for Xbox One, which is a big. It's a game right. you can play for free on PC. Now you can play for free on Xbox One. Yep. The people cared so little that now it's available on Xbox. They just gave up. They're like, fine, you can have it on Xbox too. Turns out it was not running up the sales of Xbox One. I believe I said that on this podcast, and that you called me an that. idiot. And uh, I'd just like to say I was right. All right. Whatever. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. They're cheering. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe there's just hoverboards. I don't know. I don't know why Tony, Tony Hawk would endorse. I almost said Tony Stark. <laughs> If there was a Tony Stark, he would have made a hoverboard wherever anything. (laughs) Tony Hawk wouldn't endorse a false product. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Now, what I've been playing, uh, I want to go out a little uh, off base. I went and I played at a parkour gym for my birthday. Speaking of Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah, applaud. I took some of the modifiers with me, and uh, one of them uh, is not here tonight because he sprained his ankle. So get well soon, Paul. Uh, but but uh, fantastic. So much fun. Uh, we hung out with uh, the Wachowski brothers, and uh, they were super nice like they were on the podcast. They didn't change. And, uh, but basically, I spent most of my time at the Warped Wall from... Uh, I, That's I, what gets a lot of people. Oh, yeah. It, it got them. me over and over and over and over again. And with about 12 minutes of party left... I finally got up the damn thing. Oh, it felt amazing. The only thing that would have made it better if there had not been a taller warped wall directly next to the warp wall that I did successfully. This way, because I was like, yeah, I did it. And other people were like, I'm doing the real one. You child. Oh. I but, think you probably what you could have used was a really excited Japanese guy. <laughs> You're number one, the best. He runs up to the war ball. He brings on to the family. Makes that war Because that's my favorite part of Ninja Warrior. Is that dude? What did you just excited say? Excited over everything. Honor to family was in there. If that's what you were wondering. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what the, the TLDR. Yeah. <laughs> Honor to family. I do love that when you watch Ninja Warrior, the uh, obstacles are English. Uh-huh. Dude, how's it go? How's it go there? Spider jumper. <laughs> That's offensive. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize to everyone in here. But yeah, check out the Movement Lab. It's uh, fantastic, and uh, I highly recommend everyone go and uh, get hurt because it hurts. My hands still have holes. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. I tried to do the damn uh, uh, unstable bridge once, and this happened. So, But it's a good time. Check it out. And uh, that's going to do it for what you watch and what you read and what you play. And we end every single one of our podcasts with a game. This week, we are putting up... Uh, let me grab it. Oop, he's, he's getting it. A great comic book, because I know 
Brett loves them. Uh, it is <laughs> Zombie Christmas Carol. I would read that. A zombie version. Why is Marvel zombieing things they don't own? I don't know. <laughs> like, it was bad enough. Christmas they did Carol it to is public domain. And what's great <laughs> is it actually says Zombie Christmas Carol, Charles Dickens. Oh. <laughs> As he, if he well, wrote it. He wrote it. Well, because Zombie Charles Dickens wrote it. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's he? <laughs> He's definitely rolling over in his grave. That's for sure. Well, that's, uh, that's the best way to write. <laughs> Not a joke. It's the truth. I he just was used a turn of His phrase. arm was stuck writing this way, so he had to roll over <laughs> to write this way. Just, uh, uh, I didn't like it, so I'm giving it to you <laughs> folks. So that's what we're putting up. What did you bring us here, Brett? All right, do we have a, do we have a couple minutes here? Yeah, we the do. The ghosts of Christmas are zombies. They're already. Uh, I hate it because I kind of. I, I, I hate the cover. I, I brought a little treasure trove of stuff. Oh, people love treasure trove. Totally troves. not just a bunch of stuff that I found in my apartment. Ooh. Okay, item number one. Um, it is a DVD <laughs> without um, a case. It's a. Uh, <clears throat> it's it's a DVD from um, um, the second season of Seinfeld. Um, which, Ooh. which, much like the Next Generation, that's really when it grew the beard. So, um, you know, it's, that's probably the best season with uh, the with Julia Louis Dreyfus, signed wait, by wait, Julia wait. Louis Dreyfus, and definitely not me. Ooh, <laughs> uh, warning though, this is only disc two. So. Well, disc two was the best part of <laughs> the season best two. Disc of so. I've always heard. All right. Um, I have a an old headshot, an old eight by ten here that I found of myself that is getting a little old, and I think I need to tell. <laughs> <laughs> myself from a couple of years ago to get better hair. Um, so that's that. Also inexplicably signed by Julia Louis-Dreyfus. <laughs> oh, wow. That's exciting. No, it's we're, the same signature as the one on Seinfeld, so, 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 so it's, it's got to be real. It's got to um, be real. You know that um, we're about to get another shitty uh, re-envisioning of Ninja Turtles, so I thought I would commemorate the last shitty re-envisioning of Ninja Turtles. So close with, without with cursing. still in the box... I thought Ooh. Shitty was okay because it's kind no. of like you can nope. see that cable. It's like three times crappy. even worse. Yeah, it's crappy. like Beetlejuice now they're going to show just up. Just edit crappy in. So those are, <laughs> these are still in the box. Uh, Playmates uh. figurines from the TMNT movie. Oh, there's a splinter. And then uh, this is the coup de grace here. Uh, does anybody like, really? Ma- does the, anybody the, like Metallica? No, Ooh. no one likes Cause Metallica. Because I, uh, I have a book, uh, a hardcover book, So What, with Metallica. And this one is also signed by none other than, yep, you guessed it, Michael Richards. Ooh. And uh, this has a personal <laughs> message on it. Famous Metallica <clears throat> I'm gonna have to, front man. Uh, okay, so it says, hey, N-word. Um, oh Jesus! He learned his no. He wrote you know. He actually wrote N word. He learned his lesson. You know, after the first. Time. Wait a minute. And he said, uh, "This book helped me through some tough times." Um, and then I'll have to edit this a little. He says, "F it all and F in no regrets." That's from Damage Inc. Then he just wrote the N word. <laughs> but don't worry, I crossed it off. So oh, okay. it's all good. <laughs> oh my goodness. What what a fantastic prize pack we have! It's like we we we're doing really good in record sales, but we're not addressing our novel fans enough. <laughs> well, no, I think this is actually there. they used to have a magazine called So What, and I think this is like just like the comprehensive hardcover uh, version of all the magazines. That's a good idea. It's, it's a good if you like Metallica, it's it's interesting. Now to play host versus guest versus audience, we need an audience member to play. But since we put up these amazing prizes. <laughs> You have to put up a prize as well if you want to win these fantastic prizes. What did we bring this week? Uh, is th- that is Yo Noid on the NES? That's a. I'm sorry. That's a great that game. Is ama- 
oh, wait, but there's also deal or no deal for the PC (laughs) with Howie Mandel. That's pretty solid. What else do we have here? Johnny Soko and the flying robot. Oh, and his flying robots. It's not anybody's. It's his (laughs) flying robots. What else do we have prize-wise? We have a bag of dinosaur gummies. We have a bag of dinosaur gummies. And wait, you're pulling out more stuff? You're adding Mortal Kombat for the Ooh. Genesis to this? For the Genesis? From the Genesis? What? What's that? <laughs> no. Like the book of Genesis? Yeah, okay. Mortal Kombat. I don't read. Any other gifts anyone want to put up? All right, that appears to be all. Captain S, it is your choice. You can either play for the bag of gummy dinosaurs, the deal or no deal, the flying robot and... Mortal Kombat on the Sega Genesis mm. gift set, or Yo-Noid for the NES. Well, I actually already own Yo-Noid for the NES, oh. uh, so I think I'm going to play for the bag of gummy dinosaurs. Bag of gummy dinosaurs, <laughs> come on up here. Come on up here. Thank you so much for playing. Just throwing it with disdain on the table. The back of this Metallica book I, keeps I, getting funnier. I honestly think it's worth more than every el- everything else. <laughs> I think your girlfriend set you up. Uh, t- turn your microphone on. There's a switch on the top that needs to be on. So you're hello? There you go. Yeah, hello. Keep... Is it working? There it, it is. Yes, it's working. Your Introduce yourself. Set me up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Introduce yourself. My name's Marissa. Hi, Marissa. Thank you so much for playing our game. Yay. Oh, <laughs> oh, You're going to get an offensive Metallica book if you win. <laughs> I crossed it off. You can be more excited. I, I mean, I'm going to win. I'll be excited when I all win. All right, all right, we'll see. Uh, since uh, Captain S uh, is a video game character, <laughs> uh, we're going to play one of my favorite games, even though I get very angry by the end. We're going to play a game called Higher Level. This is how this works. I'm going to list off a bunch of questions. Do not answer them. <laughs> what you have to do is figure out what all the answers have in common. Mm. When you know what all the answers have in common are, you buzz in by saying your own name. Okay, everybody cool? This game also takes a really long time to make, so we're only doing five. So, mm-hmm. get ready. Michelangelo is orange, too. I always say he's orange. People tell me he's yellow. No, he's orange. Thank you. Okay. I'm sad Seinfeld actors didn't sign the back. I couldn't I couldn't get to them on that, sorry. <laughs> All right, go on. Okay. There's actually some Seinfeld related questions on this. All right, here we go. So remember, don't answer the questions. Just keep those answers in your mind. What do they all have in common? All right. Round one. Who is the alter ego of Warren Wathington the third? What is the opening number to Evil Dead the musical? Kramer wanted blank now. What is Captain America's weapon of choice? Uh, Will. Yes. Are these Joss Whedon uh, shows? These are all Joss Whedon projects. Yes. Angel, Cabin in the Woods, Serenity, Shield. We didn't even get to Doll's House. It's a shame. <laughs> Or Firefly. All right, so that's a point for Will. Yeah. Do you guys understand how the game works? I, yeah, okay. I get it. I get it. I was, a little, I was a little afraid. Okay, here we go. Round two. What stops Phil from leaving Punxsutawney in Groundhog's Day? 
What type of story is the Odyssey? We brought that up earlier. Uh, a person who is unable to sleep is called a what? What type of number cannot be expressed as a simple fraction? What does Huey Lewis say it's hip to be? What product slogan is drinks like a soda, kicks like an energy drink? What type of cord saves your life when jumping off a bridge? And fill in the blanks. Dead man blank, no blanks. Are uh, will are these uh, game companies? These are all game companies. Yeah. Blizzard, Epic, Insomniac, Irrational, Square, uh, Rockstar, Bungie, and Telltale. <laughs> the the audience is arguing over this for some reason. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, all right. I'd like to buy a vowel. Involved. They're trying to compliment me. I think we're getting that Metallica book. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> I always feel bad with this game because for some reason this is how my brain works. So I'm really good at this one and only this one. <laughs> Let's go to round three. We'll see how this goes. Uh, what cartoon character is voiced by Eddie Murphy? A famous fast food place is called Blank Rogers. Who loses the money in the film Empire Records? What giant thing is James in? What animal are people unsure what sound they Marissa. make? Uh, oh, ah! Marissa. I think it's food. It is not food. No. Uh, Will? Yes? Oh, these are Super Smash Brothers uh, characters? These are all Super <laughs> Smash Brothers characters. How could I get it so wrong? Was Eddie what? Murphy a food? Mushu. Mushu. Oh, Mushu. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so I was thinking Donkey. Donkey, yeah, Donkey uh, as in Donkey Kong. And uh, then we had Roy. Uh, and then we had Lucas and Peach. We didn't get to who is Captain S's rival, which I thought would have really helped him. It's Ness. <laughs> Moving on. Round four. Which one of the knights was brave in Monty Python, the Holy Grail? What's Heisenberg's real first name? Uh, the, who, uh, what is the first name of the singer who sang Take Another Piece of My Heart? Razor is a popular brand of what? What is the first name of the only president to serve two non-consecutive terms? You guys know that one. Brett. Yes. Are these Muppets? These are all Muppets. (laughs) Robin, Walter, Mm -hmm. Janice, Scooter, Grover. Scooter, that's the one I couldn't... And then there would have been Animal and Beaker and Telly if we had gotten... Of course, I got the puppetry one. (laughs) (laughs) It all makes sense. There's a lot of callbacks in this game this week. All right. Round five. What is the opposite of crooked? What TV show featured Joey Gladstone? Someone with reddish skin is said to look what? Oh, uh, uh, Brett. Yes. Uh, Poker hands. These are all poker hands. Straight, full, hush, and flush. (laughs) And that's actually going to do it with the game because that's all I wrote this week. <laughs> and Will had already won before we'd done those last two <laughs> rounds. And why did you keep subjecting us to this? Because it excited For- the audience. You're done. Your hey, shut up. Done. I got two questions right at the end. Your part is done. These I'm are our gummy dinosaurs. Gummy dinosaurs, get out of here. You can't make me leave. Yes, I can. I it's my it. show. <laughs> Turn your microphone off. Give it up for Rissa for coming up here. 
All right, Brett, we have a uh, a bus to get you to. We do. So yeah. uh, we're going to have to get out of here. Anything you need to plug on your way out? Uh, not right now. I will. I guess I will <laughs> say that uh, that Devin and I did. If anybody went to Magfest, Devin and I did show. We showed a uh, a concept pilot for a reboot slash continuation of Captain S. Um, we, we did we, forget we, to bring we, that up. We, yeah. <laughs> Well, I didn't want to. I don't want to hype it too much because it's it's still kind of a work in progress. Our goal is to finish the. We sh- the, it was a work in progress. We want to finish it, polish it, release it online, and do a Kickstarter because uh, he and I do have uh, a concept for a, a, a second season of Captain S that we would do independently on our own. Uh, mm-hmm. Very different from. It's, I call it a reboot because it's more. Even though it would be a continuation. It would be a stylistic reboot. It would be very different. We, it would lose the camp. It would lose the tongue-in-cheek aspect. It would be a little bit not serious, not like not like <laughs> a, a grittier. not like a gritty remake, but um, a little bit Captain more. Captain S begins. Let's just, let, <laughs> more earnest characters instead of just saying like everything is a reference. It's it's like let's let's actually make some some fleshed-out characters and some and some real uh, di- put some depth into the story. Okay, That's, cool. I like that. So I guess that's all I have to plug, even though it's not. It's still kind of in production. Do you have so. a Twitter? I do. It's uh, it's at b underscore Vanderbrook. Good luck spelling it. And I believe Vanderbrook. You... It's pretty pretty straightforward. <laughs> and I believe you do have a website, right? BrettVanderbrook.com. All right, give it up for Brett Vanderbrook, everyone. <laughs> Will anything to add before we get out of here? No. All right, good. That speeds things up. Uh, Programming notes. Uh, Next week on the 13th, we'll be here with Laura Guzzo. She's a uh, fantastic comic book artist. She's one of my favorites. Be sure to be here for that one. Then on the 20th will be one of our apology shows. We're finally going to get John Minus on the show (laughs) if it doesn't snow again. Uh, And then 27th, I actually don't know what's happening uh, because there's... Things, things have changed, so there's not going to be a Vegas show, like I, I said before. Oh, sadness. But uh, yeah, that, that's what's going on with us. Uh, be sure to come check us out at uh, Vixens and Villains, uh, presented by the Twisted World at the end of March. And people are making mean faces at me, and I don't understand why. Uh, be sure to give us five stars on iTunes. That helps us with the whole algorithm and all that good stuff. Also, check us out on podcastland.com. If you vote for us, we can become the top podcast of the month. And then I think we win a million dollars. I oh, think okay. that's how it works. So be sure to do that. It's not true. No. But it'd be great if you guys voted for us and made us the podcast of the month. You can also check us out on Stitcher and on plus2comedy.podbean.com. We would like to thank Ben Affleck for making the show possible and keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. This is the Plus Two County Podcast. Thank you so much. (laughs) 